shine for you dwells between the cherubim shine for you dwells between the cherubim shine for We exude in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, uh, help my heart to minister that which your spirit is placing upon the atmosphere in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we ask that every one of us here will be blessed today. Father, I'm a vessel. Ask for mercy, Lord. Father, let your mercy touch me. Let your mercy touch me. Let your mercy touch me this evening. I count myself a man of weaknesses, but you are a God of strength. And your strength can subdue all weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Father, help us, Lord. Give us grace to stay in the place of hearing. That we might hear your word clearly in the name of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Bless the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Bless the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Father, I'll give you praise. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Uh, to those online, you're welcome um, to Life Feast again. It's, um, we missed everybody. Yeah, missed everybody. Thank you for God's grace upon our life and everything that God is doing Amen. in our midst. Uh, we're so sure that God will bless us today. Yes. Praise on the Lord. Amen. Oh Lord, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Um, Mark eleven twenty to twenty four. I'll just start from there. Praise God. Um, Sweetheart, you want to read for us? Twenty to twenty-four. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Okay, thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh my God! Give us some weapons of uh, warfare. Warfare. Okay. <laughs> Twenty to twenty four. <laughs> and in the morning, as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. And Peter, calling to remember, said unto him, Master, behold, the fig tree which thou cursed is withered away. And Jesus answering said unto them, Have faith in God. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he said shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he said. Mm. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire when ye pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. Whatsoever ye desire. So in this situation here, Jesus Christ um Cost a tree. The Lord bless the written of His word in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, you know, sometimes when I look at that story, I'm wondering, what did this tree do to you, Jesus yeah. Christ? <laughs> because number one, from the story, it was around summer. Mm. It was around that time where fig tree does not produce yeah. fruit. Yeah. So it's not the fig tree's fault. <laughs> it's not a season. Mm. Praise God. Mm. You get so, but Jesus Christ went there to look for a tree and not produce fruit. 
and he was a victim of the hunger. Mm. Praise God. Mm. Praise on the Lord. Mm. But you realize that the reason for the curse now came by 20 by 20 to 24 you know this is the reason why jesus christ he wanted to teach the disciples a kind of faith mm-hmm. praise god mm-hmm. so yeah i think he wanted to practicalize it to them mm-hmm. because jesus christ multiplied bread mm-hmm. right he multiplied fish so the figure not producing fruit is not really the problem there mm-hmm. you could have commanded the fig tree to produce fruit right there and there mm-hmm. and to produce fruit yes Praise God. Hallelujah. So obviously, the that was not if that there was something Jesus Christ was wanted to do. There was something he wanted to achieve by cursing the tree, and they now said that and the tree had dried from the what, from the root. Praise God. Um, after the tree had dried from the root, Jesus Christ was now teaching them faith. Praise God. At this point, the disciples were not born again. Because the power of resurrection was not available yet. Mm-hmm. You get. But this faith, they could use this kind of faith. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? So you don't have to be yeah. The disciples were not born again. No, they were not born again. Mm-hmm. Because you can only be born again after Jesus Christ rose from the dead. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was no resurrection power until Jesus Christ rose from the dead. So what were they? Hmm? They were just the same way, you know, God taught Abraham. To walk with him. Mm-hmm. Abraham was not born again. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, because it's only the name of Jesus Christ that you could be born again. Yes. Nobody was born again. Yes. Yeah. Oh. They were just hearing God by mercy. <laughs> no, they were not born again. Um, we'll teach that later. You know, Jesus Christ went to hell to preach the gospel. Peter said it, right? Yes, sons. There's sons that disobeyed. There were sons that disobeyed, and Jesus Christ went to hell to to bring. And there were there's a lot about Old Testament that needs to be explained. Praise God. You guys, just follow me today. Everything will come into understanding. Praise God. Yeah. So stand there. Until Jesus Christ rose from the dead, nobody was born again. You get. But by mercy, God could teach the soul of people. To follow him. Yes. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Praise on the Lord. Mm-hmm. Yes. So the, he said, By no name shall any other any man be saved except the name of Jesus. Jesus yeah. So it's the only the only name that could save a man, that could quicken the spirit was the name of Jesus. Praise on the Lord. Mm-hmm. So after Jesus Christ died and rose again, that was where power of resurrection was made available. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. And that was when the commandment of preaching the gospel was given. Praise God. So there was um, no man was preaching the gospel. Praise God. No man could. Praise God. God could bring something called the gospel to a man. Because the Bible says Abraham received the gospel in the book of Galatians. Only God himself could preach gospel at that point. Man did not have a quickened spirit in the Old Testament to preach gospel. Praise God. For you to be able to preach gospel, you must have a quickened spirit. Mm-hmm. You must be born again. Do you get what I'm saying? So a man that is not born again cannot preach. It's not that he might be willing to. You get? Yeah. By virtue of maybe you grew up in church. Before I got born again, we used to go for evangelism. <laughs> in our church. Yeah. Yeah. Praise God. But I was not born again. 
I don't know if those are preached to God born again or not. But by virtue of sometimes you command them to recite it after you. Because that's what you are sent to go and do. And you have to go and give reports that two people, three people recited it after you. Do you get what I'm saying? Aha. Even though immediately after the evangelism, the thing you are going to see is worse than the person that you preached to. <laughs> but we still, how many of us did evangelism before we got born? We went out for evangelism. Ah, you know, your, your sins, your sins will be very plenty. <laughs> your sins will be very, very plenty. <laughs> they don't see you worthy of going evangelism. <laughs> Praise God. Many of us were workers in church before we got born again. Praise God. Even though some people used to come from club straight to church, <laughs> but we bless, we bless the Lord. <laughs> Praise God. Don't worry, it's not only you that did those things. Even me, I did part of it. <laughs> Praise God. There was a day, I told you one story one time, that we organized party in, on campus one time. We have, I put beer in the cooler, everything. But before the party started, we did opening prayer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you see... So, <laughs> praise God. Yeah, praise the Lord. So, when Mark eleven twenty to twenty four, um, Jesus Christ wanted to teach a particular kind of faith. Praise God. And this faith, some people in the Old Testament even walked by this kind of faith. Praise God. Because Abraham lived by faith. Praise God. Huh? People like Noah. Believe God. If you read Hebrews 11, you will see all of them live by faith. Mm-hmm. You see, they live by faith. They live by faith. Praise on the Lord. So there was a faith that men lived within, lived by in the Old Testament. Praise on the Lord. So there was a faith people in the Old Testament lived by. There's no way Abraham could have believed God if he didn't have faith in God. You get. Now, you know, in the Old Testament, it was an operation of mercy. Mm-hmm. Praise God. God just had mercy. There was nothing that any man did that would deserve God coming to him. Mm-hmm. You get? God just chose people. Mm-hmm. By virtue of just checking their hearts. They even turn like Noah. Was, ah, and Noah walked righteously before God. Mm-hmm. That righteousness was a definition of God. Not even that Noah was really, really perfect. Mm-hmm. Praise God. It was a righteous judgment of God. Okay, yes, this one will obey me. Mm-hmm. By virtue of the structure of his heart. Mm-hmm. Praise God. And God decided to choose Noah. Someone like David. You get? God just looked at him and said, I've seen a man. He will do all that I command him to do. Praise God. By just naturally the progress and the nature and the way the heart has been nurtured over time. Praise God. God just sees men that he feels like can influence. Praise God. And he picks them up. Do you understand what I'm saying? So it was just mercy oppression. You get Okay, if it is, if you want to if you want to be convinced that it's mercy operation, then if it's not mercy, then you shouldn't see a lot in the geology of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Rehab, one or that one. There was even one that the the daughter in law predicted to be a prostitute, mm-hmm. Judah, mm-hmm. and ended up sleeping with his daughter in law. Mm-hmm. Eh? And the child was even instilled in the geology of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. When I look at the geology of Jesus Christ, that's the most messed up geology <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. Everything just looks bad, but resurrection and the life was produced from that judge. Praise God. 
Yeah. Prison, you want to ask a question? No, don't worry. I just remembered something we were discussing. Don't worry. Okay, okay. Praise God. Do you want to discuss it? <laughs> no, I just remember we were talking about like generational stuff and somebody wants to marry. You have to go. Mm-hmm. You have to talk about it. Don't worry. Praise God. Praise God. Uh, yes. Praise God. <laughs> and it's true. To be very sincere. Some things have to be traced so I can pray. But that's not the basis for your choice. Praise God. God's mercy is the basis for your choice. Praise God. But it doesn't mean that you won't be careful enough to find out some things. Do you get what I'm saying? Uh, don't go and enter with a uh, macho man mm. that by the time I do seven days fast, I will cancel. Uh-huh. No, ask questions, ask for counsel. <laughs> you see, that's the balance. Have you? <laughs> that's the balance, right? Uh-huh. Good, good. Praise the Lord. So, so this faith men live by is, and Jesus Christ was teaching them. He said, Whatsoever you desire, hmm? verse 24. Therefore, I say unto you, whatsoever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that ye have received them. Praise God. So, you believe that you have received it. Now, you don't have to feel that you have received it. You get By virtue of the fact that the Bible says that when you pray, you have received it, eh? you go on with it. And you believe God that you have received it. If it doesn't come, then God did not want to give you. Yes. Do you get what I'm saying? Yes. Aha. If God wants you to pray more, He will prompt you. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? When prayer of faith, mm. if He wants you to pray more, He will prompt you. Yes. But once you pray, eh, and you know you prayed mm. with sincere heart, leave it at the feet of Jesus. Mm. Mm? Now, one thing about prayer of faith in this realm eh, is that many times after you pray, that you believe that God has answered you, and you are on, over time, because the answer has not come, there are some things that can hinder the progress of that prayer your confessions mm-hmm. praise god mm-hmm. because you have thrown something into the atmosphere you have thrown a force into the atmosphere you now go back into your room and say i, I don't know if god is going to answer me you have just countered a force mm-hmm. you get so when anytime you pray to god and you believe that you have received it let your confession push forward what you have prayed yes. praise god your confession will push forward what you have prayed. When your confession is pushing forward, it's a sign of expectation. That's actually the faith work. That's really, really the work of faith. Before you know it, you see, start seeing instructions coming forth. You get. If you want you to go and talk to somebody concerning that thing, he will tell you to go and talk to somebody. You see, that's the way God is answering your prayers. You get. That's faith. Hmm? Faith. When you pray and you believe that God, God will answer your prayer. Do you get what I'm saying? God, it is God's job. God's responsibility. When they say somebody is a father, father generally means covering. You get father, nurture, covering. You get so it's his responsibility to provide need. That's why many times when people like when people doubt God, um, sometimes you just need to. You, you 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 see there's a lack of um, there's a lack of knowledge somewhere when people lack trust in God because to be very sincere your lead your needs are the least things the least the least the least thing for God to do for you 
They are the simplest. If they say there's one simple thing that God can do, your need is the simplest. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? So many times when I desire something and I pray, I leave it at God's feet. If it doesn't come, God did not want it. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? And I always that is just the way I fashion my life so that covetousness will not come in. Because when you start pushing forth, pushing and pushing and pushing, spirit knows how to take care of um, encroaching to those things and feeding you with covetousness. They can feed you with lust. You get? Do you get what I'm saying? How many of you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Sir. Yes. When you are pushing something too much, there are some. Uh, Reverend K told me one thing one day. He said, Femi, if something is getting too hard for you to do, you leave it. Mm. Once you are pressuring and struggling with something mm. for too long, and you are struggling, and you feel like you are exerting soul energy in it, mm. leave it. Because soul energy was not given to exert on carnal things. Yes. 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 Your soul energy is for ministration unto God. Mm. So when you see your soul energy being pushed into something carnal, eh, it means that you are, you are, your attention is being taken somewhere. Mm. Praise God. Your attention is being taken somewhere. Your might, spiritual might, is being redirected somewhere. Mm. Praise God. Because God said, believe that ye have received it. And to what? You will have them. You get do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that is it's just God's word. Mm-hmm. I don't have to feel God's word. Mm-hmm. You see, this is milk faith. Mm-hmm. This is just literally milk faith. I don't have to feel it. Mm-hmm. God said it. I believe it. Mm-hmm. That settles it. I'm fine. I pack my bag. I go and sleep. If it doesn't happen, that's God's. That's God's problem mm-hmm. because He said it. Mm-hmm. That's just milk faith. Mm-hmm. You get? I apply for a job. I ask God to give me the job. I apply for a job. The job doesn't come. It doesn't. God does not want. I've prayed, and I know that God will give me a job. Mm-hmm. So if I apply for that job and they don't call me, eh, that is not my job. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting for my job. Do you get? I'm pending the time that my job will come. Eh, God will provide my needs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if you understand this thing, yes. and you have to be humble enough to receive any any way He wants to provide anyway. the needs. Yes. Do you get what I'm saying? Yes. I had somebody one time that he didn't have a job for like two months. And so God was sending somebody every month to pay his rent. Now, you know what was happening? Eh? The man was too ashamed to receive money of rent from somebody. Mm. And God made sure that he dealt with that shame. Mm. Because for two months, somebody else was paying his rent. Mm. Until we got to that point that it was okay. Mm. I need help. Somebody is helping me. Glory be to God. Yeah. Do you know he did not get a job? Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That guy did not get a job until two months after he has come to the point that, okay, ah, why am I even ashamed of this thing? Mm-hmm. The Lord has sent somebody to come and help me. Mm-hmm. But there's a shame that comes with the fact that somebody is paying your rent for you. Mm-hmm. No, there's no shame there. God provided the person. Some people will not sleep till they meet your need. Mm-hmm. It's God that put that in there. Yeah. And don't be ashamed to receive that help. Mm-hmm. It is pride. Mm-hmm. It is pride. Not to receive the help that God has sent to you because of the means that is coming through. Mm. If you have to go and ask your friend that I'm not eating today, he said he will provide food for you. Your friend is there. God said, Go and meet him. He will feed you. Mm. You are not ashamed that you will, not, you will now know that you don't have money in your pocket. <laughs> what kind of shame is that? Go and eat it. Some of us, God will have to humble us. Mm. 
Some processes that God takes us through is just to humble us. Praise God. There was a time that constantly I had to believe God for money. I just had to consistently just believe God for money. I was in DG then, I was in that. Yes. Yeah. And I cannot be working extra hours the way I can because I had to I had people that God wanted me to help. So I can't be carrying, I can't be working extra hours all the time. So I have to be believing God. The money came from some of the people, some people in DG, and I wasn't ashamed of it at the point I was. But I started realizing the fact that come. <laughs> if the help is coming from this let us be receiving this help. <laughs> Do you know there was a time that I wasn't using my money to buy shirts? Now I had shirts, but I didn't use my money to buy them. So some of you guys, some of the people here. In fact, God used my brother's wife to even provide one. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> she just said, she just came to church one day, carried the shirt, gave it to me. Praise the Lord, so we find shirt. I still use it till today. <laughs> Praise God. No, no, I don't. I think God wants to deal with some things inside us today so that we can be more open to the ways of God. Praise God. We can be more open to the ways of God. This is literally this is milk faith that I'm teaching right now, and it's okay too. Because I was, I thought, <laughs> let me say something. If um, I was with somebody one time and I, that was like a few years ago, the person is better now. I told the person that we are still in milk level, so try to pay more attention to that milk of the world so that you can grow and everything. The person got angry with me. How can you say I'm still in milk? You know, <laughs> I think the person, maybe because of the kind of depth that surrounds the person, the person felt like, no, you want to say I've not grown. You know, I can <laughs> But it's okay to be in milk. Milk is, in fact, you can't be in meat without being in milk. You get, and you know that shame of um, everybody around me is deep. I can't even say that me, I'm not deep. Mm. You know that kind of thing. Yeah. Why are you struggling to be deep? Yeah. If you are not deep, you are not deep. Yeah. In fact, the way we even judge people that are deep is even carnal. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yes. The way we judge people that are deep. I told somebody one day. I saw the person. I said, Do you know that if I want to know that you are deep, this is why I know that you are deep. Yeah. Hmm? The simplest message must be deep to you. Actually, yes. the way I get to know somebody that is actually deep, yes. that okay, this person is deep. Oh. When? Oh, praise God. Oh, yeah. I'll just wait for everybody to be, to be settled. There's a chair here, there's a chair here. Praise God. Praise God. Yeah. The way I actually judge somebody that is deep eh, is that when a simple message comes to him, eh, even that simple message is deep to him. Mm. Praise God. Yeah. I can't say that you are deep when somebody is teaching a very simple message and you are looking down at the message. Ah, we have heard this before. Uh, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> yes, uh, I've heard this before. I was, with some, I was talking to, you know, I was talking to somebody one time and he said his pastor was preaching, you know, his pastor was just preaching simple message. So she just said she's having reading her own Bible. Wow. Yeah, you know, just studying her own scripture. You know, she was just reading the book of Joel and she was catching revelation while her pastor was preaching on the altar. I was looking at the person like, Are you okay? Praise God. <laughs> is, is everything okay with you? Mm-hmm. Your pastor is preaching because he was preaching simple message. Mm-hmm. You feel like you are deeper than the message that your pastor is preaching. Mm-hmm. So you start to start reading your own Bible. You want to catch revelation. Mm-hmm. Praise God. That's not being deep. Mm-hmm. That's being carnal and being proud. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's being carnal and being proud. Every single simple message is a message to a man that is deep. Mm-hmm. 
praise God. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, let's quickly go back to this. So, he said, whatsoever ye um, thing you, you so desire, when ye pray, Mark 11, 20, 24 to 24, whatever ye, when you pray, huh? praise God, Amen. when you pray, the Bible says that, believe that ye receive them. He didn't say that the Lord will tell you that you have received it. You believe that you received it. Does anybody understand what I'm saying? It's a conscious thing to believe that you have received it. Because the word says that when you pray, you will receive. So there's a way you trust, there's a way you there's a way you trust the word of God. Praise God. Praise God. There's a way you trust the word of God. You don't have to feel it to trust it. No, you don't have to feel the word. You get, you know, there are sometimes after you finish praying, you just be like, wow, I've prayed. You know that bubble is inside you. Praise God. It's good, it's good, it's good. But then you don't feel it. You don't think that you have not prayed. Praise God. I've prayed for an hour straight before. I finished praying. I was empty, as empty as I started. <laughs> but I have prayed. Do you get what I'm saying? But I prayed. That's the most important thing. You get. And sometimes, throughout the one hour, I'm just stretching myself. Like... It's like a whole hustle throughout the one hour prayer. Like you are just fighting. You know, there are some when you pray for one hour, and literally you pray for one hour because you are taking the time that you must pray for one hour. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> it has happened to me several times. It still happened like a few weeks ago. It's not far. You guess. <laughs> like literally, because I realized the fact that I've not been praying enough these days. So, so I determined. That I must break this thing because normally you pray for one hour, you pray for one hour, fifteen, one hour, thirty minutes, and realize that this day you are only pray for thirty-five minutes and you are tired. So yeah, it's time now we set alarm. The <laughs> 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 devil cannot come and kill me. No, no. Sometimes you have to take your hand. You take. You snatch yourself out of the hand of the devil. Praise God. You have to be conscious enough to snatch yourself out. So I set alarm, or sometimes I'll play song. And I'll take the time of the song, one hour song, <laughs> one hour worship song. I've not stopped praying until this song finishes. <laughs> no, can I be very sincere with you? It is a determination inside. You must be determined that you want to fellowship with God. Praise God. It's a nature. It's a, it's a, it's a, because every single time the devil attacks your prayer life, it's coming for something. It's coming for. It's just waiting for you to let your guards down. Mm. You get it's just waiting for you to, and you know that once your prayer life is reducing, your guards are going down mm. because that's a warfare. Mm. So, if your weapons of warfare is down, what's next? Mm. You have been attacked. Does anybody get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Aha. So, sometimes you don't, I don't have to, I don't, if Bible says pray without ceasing, ceasing that don't cease to pray. You get so I don't have to feel to pray. Mm. Prayer is a commandment. Is an instruction. I don't have to be happy to pray. You get? No, I don't have to be happy to pray. And I don't have to be in a good mood with God to pray. Praise God. Some of the times you are not happy with God. How many of you have just been angry with God before? What was all this? <laughs> but your anger should not stop you from praying. Because your anger is not an excuse not to pray. Praise God. Because you have, received, you have not received what you asked God for. Is that an excuse not to pray? Some of us think our prayer is for God. Mm-mm. Your prayer is for you. 
Prayer changes you. Prayer changes your sight. Praise God. Your eyes. Praise God. Every single time you don't pray, you are becoming blind. Yeah. How did Paul pray for the Ephesian church? He said, I pray that your eyes of understanding might be enlightened. That was core prayer. Eh? So, when you are praying, it is normal that when you are praying, your sight gets better. Praise God. Because you are piercing through the realm of the Spirit. Praise God. You are piercing through the realm of the Spirit. So, there's no way your sight will not get better. When I'm saying sight, I'm talking about your judgment. The way you think. You get the way you interpret situations. I mean, if you realize the fact that people that pray talk less, people that pray a lot, they talk less. You get they are slow to speak, quick to hear. Yeah, you don't know, it's true. Do you know that people that pray a lot are very humble? Fine, it takes a humble man to pray a lot. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. How do you know that? Because you are praying because you feel like you are helpless. Mm. So you must be humble enough to realize that you are helpless to actually pray. Mm. So if you are not praying, you feel like you don't, you don't need help. Mm. So every single time you are praying, you are telling God that you need help. And you are helpless. Praise God. Mm. No, no, if you don't pray, then you have your own sense to figure it out. Mm. And he says the wisdom of this world is carnal and sensual. Praise God. So every single wisdom that is not coming from the place of prayer, you are applying the wisdom of this world. And it says it's carnal and sensual. So every time you use your wisdom to carry out the will of God, you just did iniquity unto God. Because there's no way you can use the wisdom of this world to serve God. The Bible says the wisdom of this world is, and fleshing with this world is enmity unto God. So there's no way you use the wisdom of this world to carry out God, even if it's God's assignment. Once it is not coming from the place of inspiration, Eh? You just walked against God and you don't know. And some people will actually do it and think they are serving God. Praise God. So if you think you have, if you are not praying, then you think you can help yourself. Do you get what I'm saying? Because there's no way you will hear God without praying. There's no way the Lord can minister to your heart without, without the place of prayer. It's not possible. In fact, when you are studying the word, the word draws you to the place of prayer. How many of you understand that time? By the time you finish doing your Bible study, you just realize that you just want to pray. Praise God. And by the time you finish praying, sometimes you just feel like, man, I need the word. Why do you always come together? Praise God. Because that's where your help is. Praise God. These are the nitty-gritties of this, they are the basic Christianity that if any man does not grow in that area, no matter how much spirit of revelation is resting on you, you won't be able to put it to use. Because you will lack strength to put revelation to use. Because it is in place of prayer that you gather strength to put revelations into use. Praise God. So if you see people that they are always having revelation but they are not the doer of the word, check their prayer life. There's a question there. Praise God. Yeah, check their prayer life. It should be questionable. Praise God. Because there's no way you can carry out the word without the help of the Holy Ghost. Praise God. You must receive help to carry out the word. And that's where you got that strength from. Praise God. And it's the place of prayer you got that strength from. Praise God. So, we were saying, in verse 23 it says, 
For I say unto you, that's Mark eleven twenty three. For I say unto you, that whatsoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea. What is a mountain? Mountain is literally, this is a metaphorical statement of something impossible. Right? Praise God. When something is impossible to move, they say it's a mountain. Praise God. So, God, Jesus Christ was using the word mountain because it is highly impossible for a man to move a mountain. Praise God. So, he's using the most impossible thing to move. But if you pray, that thing that is impossible to move will move. Praise God. That's what Jesus Christ is just saying here. He said, Be removed and cast into the sea. Hmm? And shall not doubt in your heart. Praise God. And shall not what? Doubt in your heart. But shall believe that those things which he has said. You see? He's talking about you. You shall believe that those things that you have said. Eh? Shall come to pass. He shall have whatever he was. He said. Praise God. So, whatever you say, hmm, you believe it with your heart. Because the word says you believe it. Hmm? You don't have to feel that you believe it. You get? You just hold on to it because the word says so. You get what I'm saying? You hold on to it because the word says so. And you believe it that you have received it. There is no way you will believe it and your confession will be different from what you believe. Mm-hmm. By the time you are even saying it. Mm-hmm. So people will tell you, that, ah, what would, wouldn't you do? The Lord has done it. Are you okay? What has the Lord done? Where is it that the Lord has done? Yeah. You tell the person the Lord, you have not seen it, but you are telling the person the Lord has done it. You see? You see? Because you believe it, it has affected your confession. Mm-hmm. Because you believe it, it has affected your confession. It has conf- what you see about that situation has affected it. Many people, the reason why you are changing your world is because doubt has set in. Do you get what I'm saying? Now, let me simply tell you something. There can be doubt in your mind, but let faith be in your heart. You get? Your mind is your sense area. That is looking at the physical. You get? Nothing has changed. The devil can be talking to your mind. But please, don't let doubt enter your heart. Where the word stays. You get? So, faith is not the absence of fear. And faith is not the absence of doubt. Hmm? Faith is that you superimpose the word on your doubt. You get? There's doubt there. But you use faith to press down the doubt. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. That's just that's what our faith works. You get so it's not that there will not be doubt there. Praise God. I'm going somewhere. It's not that there won't be doubt in your heart, but you carry that faith because you have checked the word. And faith coming by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Praise God. So you take faith that you have gained from the word because you have word in the Bible. Praise God. If a man is sick, you go and check scriptures of sickness. How God how what the Bible says about sickness. You meditate on it. You get Praise God. You meditate on it. Ken Tegan says that sometimes before he starts praying about a situation, maybe he's sick in his body, he'll first carry the word. He will write scriptures down. He'll write like 11 scriptures concerning healing. He's still having pain in his body. He will look at the scripture and meditate on it continuously. Continuously. He can meditate on it for hours. Hours. Praise God. So he's not, you see, so he has meditated on it. The thing has fully formed in his heart. By the time he prays, he's praising, praying with an energy of the word. Mm. 
You get there's an energy of the world that by the time it's done praying, it doesn't feel like and it doesn't feel like there's anything that can stop that prayer. Because the word has built an image in his heart. In fact, by the time he's finished meditating on the word, he's seen the answer, even though he's not seeing it in the physical. But something has been formed in him. The answer has been formed in him. That when he prays, he feels like he has called for the answer. Praise God. And that's the way faith works. Do you get what I'm saying? That's the way faith works. You get you 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 stay on the word. 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 And that's why some people will say, ah, man, I've been confessing the word, I've been confessing the word for so long, and I've not gotten an answer. There's something that is missing. Eh? The word has not been formed in you yet. Mm-hmm. That word, you need to stay on that word and meditate on it well before you start speaking it forth. Is the, you really have to believe mm-hmm. unto righteousness, and the mouth you confess. Mm-hmm. So if believing has not come into the heart, mm-hmm. your confession is not powerful yes, enough. Yes, 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 yes. Praise God. So you let to stay on the word first. Praise God. So by the time the word is coming forth from your mouth, it's coming from with a spiritual energy. Even the devil cannot stop the word. How many of you know that? Yes. The only person that can stop the word you have spoken is you. When you counter the word you have spoken by another word. And what the devil will come and place in your heart is reason to counter it with his word. Words of doubt. He will start throwing questions at you. He will throw questions. He will throw questions. He will throw questions. He will throw questions. He's waiting for you to use your mouth. And you know, um, James talked about it, that if you don't build your tongue, you can actually start a wildfire with this small tongue. Mm. Praise God. Yes, that's how powerful the tongue is. Once you say a word of doubt, and we that we have spent more time in the negative than in the positive, when you say something negative, you just realize that it happens faster Mm. than when you confess, when you confess positive. And you are wondering that why is it that it's because we are walked in the, in darkness more than we are walked in light. It's just simple. That's the reason. That's why when you want to when you are watching yourself, you make sure that you are not letting the darkness in you the the darkness in you speak more than the light in you. Praise God. Very God will take our darkened understanding away, but all of us God has not taken it out yet. He's in the process of taking that darkened understanding out. Praise God. Our soul, the spirit man has been quickened, but the soul has darkened understanding. Mm. We have darkened judgments. Mm. You get judgments that are not of God. Mm. Praise God. Mm. Our judgments we don't have many times is not of God. You get the reason why we need our eyes understanding to be enlightened is because there's darkened understanding. If there's no darkened understanding, there's no need for enlightenment. Do you get what I'm saying? Aha. So because we have spent walked more in darkness than in light right now, eh, it looks like the negative happens faster. It's because of the energy you carry. So if you feed yourself with light more, you get and you speak words from your mouth, they will come to pass. Praise God. And that is our faith, beginning faith, faith in Jesus. In the name of Do you know that until Paul came, hmm? There was no revelation of the person of Christ until Paul came. Mm-hmm. So the first 14 years or 15 years eh, of the disciples' um, activity, Book of Acts. Book of Acts is not two years old. It's not three years old. Book of Acts is years. Yeah. How did I know? Before Paul, you know, Book of Acts have started before Paul got born again. Mm-hmm. Eh? Paul got born again. Hmm? He went to the desert of Arabia for three years. Hmm? Yeah. Then he came back to the apostles, maybe after 14 years again. 
if you read the book of, he gave the account of the book of Galatians. So, 15, 16 years, you said. So, book of Acts is not just three years, three years, four years. Years. Eh? Before Paul now started teaching. You get. So, that, all those years, there was nothing like the revelation of the person of Christ. People just knew the name of Jesus. You get. It was Paul that God now called and now told in um, Acts chapter 26, verse 18. That you 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 showed people the knowledge of my will, praise God. So before Paul came, nobody really had the knowledge of his will, because nobody had the spirit of revelation until Paul came. Praise God. In fact, Paul had to come and teach the disciples what Christ taught him. Now, I think God tried Peter. When um, the what's it called the um, the cutting of um, animals came down, mm-hmm. right? That I said, kill, kill and eat. He said, no, Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sometimes when I look at um, Peter, I see Peter as the man that even with all the anointing, religion can still influence anointing. Literally, Peter was like one of the most anointed in the army's yes, name. But Peter said no to the Lord. He had enough capacity. <laughs> no, no. That, no, no. The rest is it takes a lot of strength. Because he knew the Lord. And he knew it was the Lord that was talking. And he was an anointed of the Lord. There was no one single prayer in the Bible that Peter prayed that was not answered. But he still had enough energy to say no to the Lord. See, spirit of religion. Spirit of religion. Many of us have not recovered from it to be very sincere. If we want to be sincere with ourselves, God is helping all of us. God is helping all of us. Spirit of religion is still active somewhere. Active somewhere. It can tell you by the way we interpret things. Even in church, the way we interpret things, you can tell that religion is still speaking somewhere. Even me, I have to catch myself sometimes. Praise God. Yeah, even the way I react to unbelievers sometimes, I won't lie to you. The way I react to unbelievers sometimes, only goes out to come and caution me sometimes. You get? Sometimes there are some unbelievers that you just you just conclude you have by the fact of the spirit of religion that is inside you that this one can never get born again. <laughs> There's a way. There's a way you just make that conclusion inside you. You not say it out. You get. Mm. But if you are not feeling any drive to preach gospel, yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's no. There's no single drive to preach gospel to, to the person. And you know that God did not restrict anybody that we are going to be, see. Our do you know the mindset a Christian should have is unless the Lord tells you not to preach, the mindset you have is to always preach. Yes. Do you get like the um, default mode? That we should be is to preach except you now get to a place and the lord now says don't preach mm-hmm. but your default mode is to preach mm-hmm. but how many of us here operate by that default mode mm-hmm. let's be sincere with ourselves even me i don't mm-hmm. and i'm not preaching to you so let's be sincere <laughs> <laughs> praise god why, why 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 are we like that there's something in us praise god there's something there that God will help us with. Amen. God will help us with it. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Praise the Lord. 
And you know, we give our excuse that it's my character that will preach the gospel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my lifestyle will preach the gospel. Truly, truly, your lifestyle will preach the gospel. But truly, truly, there are some people that, by virtue of the way they behave, their moral character, they probably will do better than you when it comes to that character. Mm-hmm. So how do you preach gospel to that one? Praise God. Mm-hmm. How do you preach gospel to that one? Especially in this Canada, do you raise to say that character many times are not preach gospel in this character? And your character will preach gospel, but many times eh, it's not something that happens spontaneously here. Do you get what I'm saying? Because every Canadian believes is a good man. Yeah. Average Canadian believes that he's a good person. And truly, truly, by the time they start laying down their righteousness, even you will be tired, you will consider, ah, man, this guy is good, though. <laughs> no, no, truly, this guy is good, though. There's nobody in my workplace that does not give to the poor. Like, in my workplace, literally, you see them bringing donations to work. But many of them are not even born again. Some of them even have, some of them even claim to be Christians. They were born in a Christian home. I discuss with my wife sometimes. Praise God. They were born in a Christian home and they, they say God. But you really didn't hear the name of Jesus in their mouth. Praise God. Aha. Praise of the Lord. Aha. So, let's go back there. He said, whatever you believe in that, and you do not doubt in your heart, Praise God. And you know what? Doubt in your heart. You should not doubt in your heart. That's the operation of faith. You don't doubt in your heart. It's not that doubt will not be there. You don't doubt. It's you that should not agree with doubt. It's not that the devil will not bring doubt to you. Every single time praise in operation, the devil is coming. He does not want faith to have its full course. Because the just shall live by faith. You overcome coming by faith. It's faith that overcomes the evil one. This world. Eh? It's faith that overcomes this world. This is the, uh, the victory that overcomes the world. Even what? Our faith. Praise God. So God will start from faith in the milk of, uh, faith milk of the word level. You get? Praise God. They move you to faith of meat of the word. Praise God. It is from faith to faith. Mm. Praise God. Mm. Righteousness of God revealed from what? Faith to faith. So you grow in faith. As you grow in faith, eh, you are overcoming. You are becoming victorious. Now, Book of Romans tells us that we are, uh, we are what? We are overcomers in Christ. Do you, how many of you believe that you are an overcomer? You are an overcomer. And it's only an overcomer that can overcome. Praise God. It's only an overcomer that can what? Overcome. It's just like, let me give you an example. You carry a calculator. Put the calculator down. It's only a calculator that can calculate. Right? Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Even if your phone can... There must be a, for you to use your phone to calculate, there must be a calculator inside. Mm-hmm. Praise God. So, you are an overcomer, but you are meant to overcome. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. 
So now some people have interpreted that scripture like because they are overcomers, they have already overcome. There's a way the devil lies to us. No. By natural design, you have been made to you are an overcomer. You have been designed to overcome. Now there's something called the fight of faith. Praise God. If we are overcome, how come you are still fighting? So in other words, you have not overcome, but by natural design, you have been designed to overcome. So when you are even fighting, you are fighting from the place of victory. Praise God. Let me give you an example. A football match that they played two days ago. Eh? I tell you the score. I tell you that Manchester won Arsenal. Hmm? When you are watching the match, you already know the winner, right? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, you are just watching it, but you already know the winner. Mm-hmm. Right? That's the way our journey as Christian is. Praise God. Mm-hmm. The overcoming has already been written. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you go and check the book of life, the path to your overcoming, they've written it down. Yes. Only if you can walk that path. Yes, yes. Praise God. Hallelujah. Like, if you go and meet God today, and the reason why God will not tell you is because He knows that you are going to flaw it. <laughs> you know, we like quick sharp. Our generation is quick sharp generation. You don't want to. Uh uh-uh. God, just give me this book of life. Let me, let me cram it. <laughs> give me that book. Let me cram it. And if you give me the book without climate, <laughs> you will have played it out by yourself. You want to play back by your strength. Mm. Then what's the reason for believing in God? Mm. Then you are not giving God pleasure. Mm. So the reason for faith is to give God pleasure. Praise God. Mm. Praise God the Lord. Mm. So when God came to Abraham and said, Abraham, walk with me. He didn't say walk behind me. Mm. Walk in front of me. Mm. Or walk beside me. Walk with me and be thou perfect. Praise God. So you don't know where you are going, but just walk with me. I know where I'm taking you to because I have written down your path before the foundation of the earth. Praise God. Aha. That path has already been written down. If you walk that path, you will overcome. They overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their word, testimony, and they loved not their life. Even unto death. Do you get it? So there must be a testimony. That testimony is the path. Yes, yes that testimony. What is testimony? It's called testament. Testament is something as covenant. Covenant must be written. They write covenant down. That means for you to fulfill this, you must do this, you must do this, you must do this, you must do this. Is that the way covenants are written? Aha. So if you live by the covenant, eh, it is a sure path to be to overcome. Praise God. Let's quickly go to. I will still come back here. Praise God. Let's go to Revelation twelve. Revelation chapter twelve. So there was a woman. Now, anytime you see um, there are um, some words that are used in the Bible that they are used as metaphors. Sometimes when they look at woman. I'm talking, looking at either the world, in the negative way, I'm looking at the world, when they use the woman, many times. 
and sometimes when they use woman in the positive side, I'm looking at the church. You get many times. You get. Um, so anytime I see Revelation 12, I'm seeing church. You get. I'm seeing the church as a woman that will bet man child company. Praise God. There's no place where man child company will come out from. You get. Man child company is that you by the time you read Revelation 12, you see a woman that gave birth to a child that overcame the dragon. Praise God. And it was caught up to the throne. Praise God. This was very this was a prophetic statement. Praise God. It was a prophecy. Praise God. So you see that um he said verse one and there appeared a great wonder in heaven, a woman clothed with sun and the moon under her feet, and upon her head a crown of twelve stars. And she being with a child cried, travelling in birth. You know the Bible says as soon as Zion travelled, he gave birth, right? Aha. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh traveling in birth and pain to be delivered and there appeared another wonder in heaven behold a great red dragon having seven heads and ten horns and seven crowns on the earth and he still drew the third stars of heaven and did cast them to the earth and the dragon stood the woman with ready to be delivered to devour the child as soon as it was born verse 5 and she brought forth a man child who was to rule all nations with a rod of iron Praise God. Mm-hmm. And a child was caught up unto God and to his throne. And this woman fled into wilderness, wherein he had a place prepared. And God, that they should feed her there in thousands. Okay, let's go on. And there was a war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon. And dragon fought his angels and prevailed not. Neither was their place found anymore in heaven for the dragon. And the great dragon was cast down, old serpent called the devil and Satan. Praise God. You see that that was Satan, right? Now I just wanted to see that that dragon that they're talking about is Satan. Mm-hmm. Hmm? And there was a child that was given birth to that overcame Satan. Mm-hmm. Praise God. That's I, I can I can relate that child to all of us here. Praise God. Mm-hmm. All of us have been designed to overcome Satan. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. All of us have been what? designed to overcome Satan. Let's read from verse 10. I don't want to... And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now is come salvation, strength, and kingdom of our God, and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of the brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. And they overcame him, that's verse 11, by the blood of the Lamb, and by the word of their word, testimony. And they love not anyone that has testimonies in him, carrying the covenant of God. When the covenant of God has been written in that, he will not love his life. It's not possible to carry the covenant of God in your heart and still love your life. Praise God. So, that thing you call your life, truly, truly, it's not really our life. Somebody else designed it. And he now said, this is our life. Once you love it, eh? You will live for the person that designed that life. Mm-hmm. That's why you need the spirit of revelation to see another life apart from the life that the devil has presented to us. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. So when you say, as you understand it, being enlightened, it's for us to see another life that's in God. That God designed before the foundation of the earth. But somebody blinded us from it mm-hmm. by giving us another knowledge. Praise God. Aha. 
Now, verse 17, come and see the people that the devil went to attack. After the man child had been caught up to heaven and everything. Come and see the people that the devil went to attack. And the dragon, verse 17, was wrought with women and with the woman and went to make war with remnants of her seed. So the children that this woman produced are not just one. They were many. And one of them. By God's grace, in Jesus' name. Amen. Let that be confessing it. Amen. I just thought confession just now. <laughs> Let that be confessing it now. Uh-huh. <laughs> Praise God. So it's not just one that she produced. Many. If you read Revelation chapter 7, you will see multitudes. Revelation chapter 7, he said, I saw multitudes. All of them were carrying the mark of God on their head. Praise God. Praise God. So it's multitude that God is looking for. And God is capable of producing multitude. I just, my own is that I must be one of them. Praise God. I must be one of those that will say the devil cannot, does not have anything to hold me to. Let me tell you something there. Do you know Joshua appeared before God? The devil followed him there. Why? He said, his, the devil said his garment is on him. He said, Joshua is wearing a filthy garment. So, anytime the devil has an accusation on us, it's because we are still carrying part of his garment. That's the reason why he can accuse us. If you are not carrying his thing, he can never accuse you. That's why he could not accuse Jesus. Jesus Christ does not have his thing. He said, the temple of this world came to me and he found nothing in me. So he could not stand before God and accuse Jesus. Rather, Jesus Christ could accuse him. Because Jesus Christ overcame him. Praise God. You read one scripture, he said, let he that abideth in Christ walk as what? Jesus walked. So every man has been called to walk the same path that Jesus Christ walked. So to overcome the devil, you must walk the same path. It's not, you can't do. You can't do anything less than what Christ did and I want to get the same result that Jesus Christ did. But we, we have an advantage. Eh? We said, he said we have a captain of our salvation who has gone ahead of us. Praise God. So if somebody, let me give you an example. Let's say EBA has gone ahead of me to to do something. Hmm? Obviously, EBA now knows how to get there. My own sense, if I have sense, <laughs> you know, if I truly, truly have sense, I don't need to be hustling to get there. I just need to go and meet EBA. EBA, I'm a very humble person. <laughs> I knew you have gotten there. Uh-huh. And I see you are doing great. Uh-huh. Can you tell me how you got there? Uh-huh. That's the way we are supposed to be with Jesus. But many of us, we are all, you know what's going to be Jesus? Sometimes you have finished using your strength. Yeah. You have used all your strength. You have used all your strength. Then that's when you now come and meet Jesus. And uh, Jesus, uh, I'll try. I'll try. <laughs> I've tried. <laughs> now I've tried. I'm humble now. I'm humble. I'm humble. Praise God. Hey. 
But many times you are supposed to start with first, just before you even use that strength, Kuku just go and humble yourself before God. Praise God. That's just the journey. If I if I can go to Jesus every day, eh? Eh? When many of us we we and you know the devil is wicked. Devil use one of the things that the devil uses is condemnation. It will give you ten thousand reasons why you don't deserve to be before Jesus. But Jesus Christ has a million reasons why you should be before him. In fact, he just needs one reason to tell you. He died so that he can be before him. You didn't do anything for him to die. So you don't need to do anything for you to come to him. In fact, there is, we are only, it's when you come to him that you are saved. You, you, you know we are so proud that we want to be clean before coming to Jesus. <laughs> We want to be clean before coming to Jesus. When it is Jesus that will clean you. So that your righteousness, you now carry filthy rag, which is your righteousness. You will now carry, you will be carrying it about. Eh? Because the Bible says that God resists the proud. Oh, yeah. I checked the Greek when you have that one day, I was afraid. Literally, the way they painted it is that when you carry poo on your body, mm. anybody that's carrying poo and has come before you, what will you do? Mm. You will run. Mm. That's the way God behaves with the proud man. Wow. Resist. God. Don't come near me. Oh, so, anytime you are carrying, carrying pride, anytime you are carrying pride, that is, that is, that is, that is, that is what we look like even before angels yeah. so you start seeing that they start shooting no no because a proud man can never obey yeah and he's a man that see angels are beings of obedience they hacking to the voice of god so if you don't have that nature they don't need to come they won't come near you because they've seen a man that disobeyed god in heaven somebody in heaven disobeyed god and they saw what happened to him. They don't want that thing to happen to them. Even angels are careful right now. They cannot, be, they cannot misbehave. They see, they see the way they will end up. They don't want to end up there. Even angels don't want to end up there. So you see, they are behaving. If they see a disobedient man, they will just shift from that man. <laughs> Praise God. So I have a question. Yeah. So this question might be very like might be a, a very no, 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 no. question. Well, we're talking about like pride, right? Hmm? Is it possible for someone to take pride in the things of God in a way that not saying that like oh like they are purposely like let's say like maybe you notice that like or maybe you've been reading your Bible like every week, right? And then you it's not pride per se, but like if you think about it, but you now be like oh yeah, you have something like that you've grown, yeah. Like how is it possible and how do you deal with that? It's very possible. In fact, when you start that's one thing that a man should start getting careful when you start getting revelation. Mm -hmm. You know? Yes. Yes. He said that a man will be conceited. So that's one thing that everybody, especially our generation, our generation is a generation of revelation. 
and you must be very very careful with that thing and we notice one thing about the generation we don't see mercy at work mm. we don't see mercy mm. many times we only enjoy grace mm. but we don't see mercy at work mm. mercy has nothing to do with your knowledge okay. god just chose okay. so the fact that you're even waking up to read your bible eh, mm. is mercy that visited you by yourself, can you just stand up to be by No. So you can take pride in it, and the devil can even use it. So if you meet a brother that is not reading his Bible now, you just conclude that you are better than this one. Yeah. Sorry, and you may not even conclude, but there's a place in your heart that you just feel like you are good. Me and God, we are good. I told somebody one time, that was a long time ago, I told her that you need to grow. This thing got angry. No, okay, now I'm very careful now that I noticed that. People, people's infirmity can interpret your statements now. Yeah. So the way I say it now is very different. Yeah. But before, all of you knew me then. Now. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, my own infirmity was that I was not merciful. <laughs> that was my own infirmity. <laughs> you know, that was my own infirmity. I was not merciful. Sometimes I'm not wondering, especially you know there are some, and this is how we have to be, please learn from my own mistakes. This is why we have to be very, very careful. Do you, after people come to complain to you about what they are struggling with, and you are just looking at it like, what is that nonsense? <laughs> you just need to do this, do this, do this, do this, <laughs> and you overcome it. Yeah. And you are one, and, but the person is crying on her head as if, ah, hey, ooh. Truly, truly, that's what the person is going through. Don't downplay it. Don't downplay it. Um, find the oh, God will give you an open door. Pray. Then God will give you an open door to reach the person, to reach the person's heart. Truly, truly, that thing might be very simple, but to that person, because of what the devil has done, yeah. it is not simple. So we need to learn. Many of you are leaders here, so you need to learn that thing. Sometimes some people come to you and you are just irritated. Sometimes any person you have talked to the person. Person has still not gained sense. You will now, and because of praise <laughs> <laughs> God. <laughs> and many of you will not pick your calls again. I know you have expressed it. No way. No, what you are doing, I did it too. But we need to be more merciful. Truth to you, it might not be you that will solve the person's problem. Yeah. At least if you have not solved the person, you have to spend time to pray for the person. Sometimes it's not you that have that strength. Mm. Yeah, sometimes it's not you that has the strength. Yes. But don't discard. That's where I'm going. Don't discard that person's feeling. Don't discard what that person is going through. Even that person, after the person overcomes it, the person will have wondering, ah, why was I even disturbing myself? Yes. But somebody clouded that person's mind. Yes. It's an evil spirit. And you must be ready to help the person out of that thing. That problem is not the person's problem. It's the cloud in that person's face that is the problem. You get? Do you see? Yes. Many of us are leaders here, so we need to be very, very conscious of things like this. Or else you chase people away from you. Yeah. And those you are supposed to help, you don't end up helping them. Yes. Sometimes when I'm counseling somebody, it's not every time that I'm, I'm harsh. There are some people that you need to shock their soul. You have to tell them. You need to tell them. You need to tell them straight. I was, I was. Uh, somebody came to meet me in Ottawa, and the person was just, um, you know, I will advise the person. The person will say, eh, but, eh, but. The person, I advise the person again, eh, but. 
I looked at him. So what's your problem? It's like you don't want to not, you don't know that you have a destiny to fulfill. You see, by the time I said that thing, person gathered. So sometimes you have to sometimes you have to shock the soul. Sometimes you have to shock people. I know, but it's not every time that you use that countenance. So the countenance that the Holy Spirit wants you to give at every moment, give it. I know there's somebody here that suffered in my hand. <laughs> My sister here so far in my hand. You know, but anytime I look at her, I'm, I'm grateful to her that I was mean. But there's people that I couldn't be mean to like that. There's people that I couldn't be mean to like that. Some people you just have to go like this, then go like this, then go like this, then come from up, then come from down. And you must be very patient. You know, they will stretch your soul. There are people that will stretch you. I'm telling you. So people will stretch your soul. Yeah. And yeah. if you are called to ministry, just expect it. Mm. <laughs> I can see some of you already, your heartbeat has increased. As I said, you are called to ministry. <laughs> so people's heartbeat have increased. <laughs> Sometimes, another person that God helps like that is people that have intercessory ministry. Mm. That are called to intercede. Mm. To be very sincere, you are interceding for the person. Mm. But you see the person misbehaving outside. Yeah. And you say, what am I wasting my prayer on? <laughs> But the Holy Spirit will still tell you that you should continue praying. But in, and you, they, they will bring the picture of that person is behaving to your head. When you are praying, he will bring the picture to you that this person you are praying with, can you see? No, no, no. That's not the time to stop praying. That's the time to pray more. Praise God. Yes. That's the way it happens. Remember, the spirit is complicated. You need revelation. Praise God. Now, let's quickly go to Revelations 12, 17. And you will now see the people that the devil went for after and the dragon verse 17 was wrought with women and went to make war with with remnants of our seed which keep commandments of god you see so you see why the devil is coming for many of us many of us are seeking god's commandments yes if you go to any company that people are seeking god's commandment eh? the devil does not leave them alone Many of us here, you will see thoughts. Thoughts. You see, your brother will tell you something, you misinterpret it and interpret it in a certain way. It's the devil that interpreted that thing. He just wants to sow a seed of discord. You get You will act somehow. You, you have to interpret it in a certain way. The devil just wants to sow a seed. You get It's because when people are seeking revelation of the person of Christ, it is Christ that over. Come, like, overcame the world, and the devil does not want many others to overcome the world. Mm -hmm. So, you will see the midst of the company of those people anywhere, anywhere you see that kind of company, you will see the devil hovering around them. You will see it, even someone like Job. The Job immediately they realize the fact that heaven is considering Job, the devil went straight to heaven. Uh -uh. Let us test this boy before you promote him now. You see. So, they want to test the word in you. Let us test if Job truly, truly loves you. Mm. Let's test it if he loves you. The same way, when you are seeking the revelation of Christ, the devil brings bring accusation. Let us test it. Let's test the word. There's a reason. He wants you to drop that commandment. 
because your salvation is in the commandment of God. When you obey God, you rise above the devil. How did I know that? He that continues in my word, John chapter 8, that continues in my word, is my disciple indeed. Then you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Many times we quote, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. But there's something that came before it. If you continue in my word, if you continue. So a man that has commandments, verse 17, those who keep commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. You see? Another word for I said another word for testimony is is confidence. Praise God. Do you know everything in this Bible is a covenant? Every single statement inspired by God in this Bible. Praise God. They are the covenants of God. Some were written for our example. Some are commandments. The entire New Testament are commandments to us. The Old Testament was written for our example. Every single thing we interpret Christ to you. Both Old Testament and New Testament. Praise God. That's why I see people that you know they take one part of the Bible and don't take the other part. Like you know, where I'm studying what I'm studying right now is the book of James. And to be very sincere, when I started studying book of James in the past, because I grew up in new creation reality. Now <laughs> now there's nothing wrong with new creation reality if you balance it well. Praise God. What is new creation reality? It's just a revelation of the new creation man. Your spirit man. You get. If you don't balance it with the infirmity that there's infirmity in the soul, eh? You will think you have arrived. So when you are reading the book of James and it's calling you an adulterer and adulteress. You are, you are there judging him mm-hmm. and he's telling you about the law mm-hmm. that you should obey the law and also the perfect law of liberty mm-hmm. and you your new creation reality has told you that the law is already done away with but james is telling you that eh, you the law too and perfect law of liberty you have to join it together and you are wondering like ah ah what was it he talked about the ten commandments in the book of james mm-hmm. yes and he now ended with it if you look at the perfect law of liberty praise god do you want us to go there Let's quickly go there. There's somebody that look, people are looking at me now. Ah, where is Femi getting all this from? Praise God. Um, James chapter 2, verse. I'll start from verse 6. But ye have despised the poor. Do not rich men oppress you and draw you before the judgment seat. Verse 7. James 2. Do not they blaspheme that worthy name of the Lord which you called? If you fulfill the royal law according to the scripture, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. You do well. You see? Why is he talking about Ten Commandments in the New Testament? Praise God. So you see that there's there's a link. There's a link between the two. You get? There's a link. You don't discard it. You get? You don't discard it. Actually, Jesus Christ said your righteousness must exceed the righteousness of the Pharisee. So the Ten Commandments and more. Praise God. And you now continue. You now said, But if you respect, if ye have respect, ye commit sin. If, have, if ye have respect to persons, ye commit sin and are convinced of the law as transgressors. Hmm? For whoever shall keep the whole law and yet offended in one point. New Testament. Too. 
is guilty of all. For he said that do not commit adultery and also do not kill. Now, if thou commit to if no adultery, but yet kill, thou hast become transgressor of the law. Verse 12. So speak ye and so do. You see what you are saying? Make sure you are doing what you are saying. As they that shall be judged by the law of what? Liberty. That's the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. Right? And you'll be wondering why is he linking law? With New Testament, praise God. So when I was in New Creation, I was reading the. I'm saying this because there are some people that don't believe the Book of James. They say the James added law to the New Testament. So James, James is not accurate. That thing is not true. So New Creation mindset, my New Creation mindset. I was reading the Book of James and it was contradicting everything about I knew about the New Creation man. You get? Now I had to be humble enough to understand that if I don't understand the Book of James. James is not the problem. I am the problem. <laughs> Praise God. Aha. So I pity people that come to every single part of the Bible is for us to conform to the image of the Son. That's where I'm going. So everything in the Bible, they are the testimonies of Christ. Jesus Christ told the Pharisees, He said, You look at the Bible, the Word, and you think by them, by, by it, you have eternal life. But the they what they speak of me. So the entire Old Testament talks about the person of Christ. Praise God. So when you say people that have the testimony of Christ, if God, if you stay on the word and is revealed to you, the devil will come for you. Praise God. Praise on the Lord. The devil will always come for people like that. So many reasons why many of us have some things that and that's why you don't get distracted. You continue. Praise God. You continue. You continue. There are some things that the devil brings to you that sometimes you don't need to pray about it. Just don't pay attention to it. There are some things like that. Just don't pay attention to it. Just look away as if you are not seeing it. Some of them are just distractions. There are some that God wants you to pray about. There are some you just need to look away from it. You can... You can... You can you can, um, what is it called? You can overcome a spirit by just not paying attention to it. You can outweigh a spirit. Yes. Spirits are not taught to be patient. The patience in Christ is higher than their patience. So, that's why one of the fruit of the spirit is what? Patience. Yes. You can see a non-believer that is patient. It's not the patience of Christ. Mm. You just need to put some pressure. Yes. You will see that that man is not patient. Yes. Mm. Just put some pressure. The patience that overcomes the devil is the one that Christ worked in us. He said, um, uh, he said Matthew, you know, if it first trials, trials and temptation, for when trials work it, it worketh out patience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that tribulation is working out something. Patience. Praise God. Praise on the Lord. So when the devil comes to you, he's coming to you because you carry a testimony. Praise God. Let's go back to Mark eleven twenty-three, And let's just read it again. Praise on the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So this level of faith that Jesus Christ was teaching them, he said, whatsoever ye say unto you, 
whatsoever ye shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in your heart, but shall receive those things which he saith shall come to pass. Believe, shall believe those things which he saith, saith shall come to pass. He have whatever he saith. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire, when ye pray, when, not if you pray, when you pray. So prayer is something you must do. He said, I'm not expecting you not to pray. So when you pray, you get. When you pray, believe that you receive them and shall what? Have them. Praise God. Now, let's look at this scripture where he said, Whatsoever you desire. Praise God. I want us to set some balance here. Whatsoever what? You desire. Now, the day you got born again, your spirit man has been saved. But you have a part of you that needs the knowledge of salvation. That is your soul. In your soul, covetousness can influence your desire. Hmm? Because the soul has not been saved yet. Loss influences your desire. Right? There are many things that influence your desire. Do you know that? Let me give you an example. Do you know that when you are reading your Bible, it's not only you that is reading this Bible. No. The lost in you is reading the Bible with you. Praise God. As I'm reading my Bible now, the covetousness in me is also interpreting, wants to interpret scripture to me. The lost in me wants to interpret scripture to me. The envy, the jealousy in me wants to interpret scripture. Praise God. The jealousy in me wants to interpret scripture to me. Praise God. So when you are reading scripture, eh, you need to be very sensitive. You get and pray and be prayerful. Because some people when I enter into heresy, it's another thing in them that interpreted the scripture. The laziness in me can interpret scripture to me. The revelation of you don't need to do anything. That revelation of you have already received, you don't need to do anything, whatever you do, God cannot be angry with you. God, you can do whatever you do, you still go to heaven. There's the laziness in that man that interpreted that scripture. Praise God. Because you have been called to do works. Praise God. So, this level of faith, eh? faith in the name of Jesus, you can carry out things by faith. But you might not be serving God mm. with that faith. Mm. How many of you have prayed about something and you know that that thing you prayed is not God's desire? Mm-hmm. Before you prayed it. <laughs> Praise God. You, that thing you prayed is not God's desire, but because you you carry Mark eleven twenty three and you, whatever thou says and you put out that scripture and prove that the desires of the righteous are not being Two or more witnesses, the truth shall be established. But in your heart, you know that this really. What? I want to be shaded. Four sisters like that, like one brother. 
<laughs> so she went to pray. She had received the brother by faith. Wait, wait, in this same I'm a man too. Uh, it's, not, it's not far, it's not a far. You don't know the person, don't worry. She had received the brother by faith. <laughs> But by virtue of the lady talking to me, I yeah, know say they're not good. Nothing. <laughs> and do you know it was so bad? It was so bad. I didn't need to pray. I was just waiting for the heartbreak. I already pre- prepared the word I'm going to tell her when the heartbreak comes, because I was too sure the heartbreak is coming. And coming it came. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. Yeah. And sister, you two need to be very careful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> because because the brother is behaving certain way doesn't mean that he, because 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 the brother is behaving certain way doesn't mean he's the one. Uh-huh. And because the person is buying you gifts does not mean he's the one. In fact, if I catch one brother that is buying gifts and he's not taking something, he's not doing, he's not taking things seriously, and he's not buying gifts for his sister, I will give him serious money. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Don't let 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 your heart be stuck to God. Mm-hmm. Don't let distractions come. Mm-hmm. One of the greatest desires of uh, distractions of sisters, to be very sincere, I'm not shading anybody right now, is the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. Exactly when you start getting to an age. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Now, is that age God that you need to press into God more? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know that it's better to be found in the presence of God? Mm-hmm. He's the right person that finds in the presence of God. Mm-hmm. Because that person has to come into the presence mm-hmm. of God to see you. Wow. Wow. <laughs> 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 Praise God. No, no, no. If you are in the presence of God, then that person must come into the presence of God to find you. Find you. Yes. If you are not. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. <laughs> so anybody that does not know his path into the presence of God to find you, is not for you. Or else he's going to draw you out. No, actually, for you to actually see him, you came out of the presence of God. <laughs> for you to see him, eh, you came out from the presence of God. Praise God. Yes. So be very careful. But it's a faith that Jesus Christ came to water. He said, Let he that loves me pick up his cross and follow me. When you carry a cross, what is where you where are you going? Crucifixion is not hard. You don't need, you don't need revelation to do this one. Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ carried cross to Golgotha to be crucified. When he says carry your cross, follow me unto crucifixion. Galatians two. That was the faith Jesus Christ uttered. Every other faith, men of the Old Testament used it. You get. But there's something called our faith. You get. That was the one that Jesus Christ came to utter. There was a faith that Jesus came to utter. Abraham lived by faith. 
He didn't give him eternal life. Mm. Bible says he gave him good reports. Mm. But the faith that is in Jesus, in Christ, that revelation of the person of Christ, there's a faith in him. Paul called it faith of the Son of God. Praise God. Yes. That faith is by revelation. Praise God. So, you can't, you can't believe God for your anything you want with Mark eleven twenty three, but John now came. He said, "When I was young, I went wherever I want to go." But now that I'm, hmm? Peter, Paul John too yeah. said it. Yeah, but now that I'm old, a man will take my hand and take me where I do not want to go. Do you know that for you to go where you don't want to go? And you are following somebody, it takes faith. Yeah. So Jesus Christ came and said, Let him take up his cross and follow me. If you love your father more than me, you are not worthy of me. If you love your brother more than me, you are not worthy of me. <laughs> no, do you know he did not say that you should not love him? You should not love your brother. But don't love him more than me. Don't love him more than you love me. Don't love your brother more than you love me. One of the let's be very sincere with ourselves. One of the greatest holdback in our journey is our family, our bloodline. Yes. Sometimes you find it hard to actually continue in the journey because your brother is not born again, and you don't want to look somehow in the house. That's true. Wow. We don't want to look weird in the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sometimes with your loving heart, you want to carry them along. Mm-hmm. So you downplay some things in the house. Mm-hmm. So that it will not look... Spiritual. No, no. Actually, it's when you look very, very spiritual that something will start convicting them. Hey. It's when you actually walk in the spirituality that has been revealed to you that conviction actually... You, you will exude conviction. Yes, you will exude conviction. But sometimes in the house, because ah, this guy now, maybe if I just downplay some things, maybe you will just follow me to church one day. No, 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 no. That will not make him follow you to church. No, no. What will make him follow you to God is that you are obeying God where? Well. You are obeying God where? Well. That's actually what will make him follow, follow you to church. You look, maybe we don't know. Unbelievers envy us. They wonder what is, why is this person so different? Is and is in Isaiah chapter two. He said the mountain of the Lord shall be risen up, shall rise above every other mountain. And then we will see, and they will say, let us go into the house of the Lord. He will teach us His ways, and we shall walk in His path. So there's a mountain. There's another mountain that is higher than every other mountain. Other mountains are looking at it. Like, why is this one so different? Let us go there and go and see why this mountain is different. That's just simple. That's just simple. It's the conviction you exude in you that will draw that person. Let me even give this thing a try. Praise God. So this Galatians 2.20. Let's just introduce this thing. Ah, this is the name of the Lord. So, 
there's a level in your faith. Many times we didn't know the will of God. We God allowed us. You ask anything. I mean, you, when you got born again, anything you ask God, the things will be happening. Ba, 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 ba. And, and you know that's the time that we are even proud the most mm-hmm. because we feel like our relationship with God is good. Mm-hmm. Me and God, we are good though. You ask for a job, you get it. You get promotion at work. Anything you want, you get it. You get. Yeah. You don't know that they are just winning your heart. It's just like they are toasting. They are toasting you. They are toasting you. Yes. I'll give you an example. I was a very nice guy to my wow. wife. You get. When I was coming to toaster, you know. Before I used to go to the gym. I used to go to the gym. Because of her. <laughs> You know, I went to the gym for two weeks, so that so that by the time I show up in Broadchurch to show. But after we got into a relationship, the real family showed up now. The real family that God needs to work on. Praise God. Yeah. Praise on the Lord. Praise God. Somebody just called me. I don't know if he. Just check, let me check the chat room. Maybe somebody has a complaint there. All right, praise God. So, truly, truly, at the beginning, things were working out fine. Your prayer were being answered. You didn't know they were just toasting you and coming to come and review themselves to you. When they review themselves to you, there's a demand. That demand is called crucifixion. Now, maybe you don't know that that crucifixion is actually where you find help. That's actually your salvation. Because what they're actually crucifying is those things that are not of God in you. So when you say, take up your cross and follow me, you are going somewhere. Now, for you to follow, you must have faith. Galatians 2.20, let me start from... So, there's a faith that actually, that you use, that God used to win you to himself. Mm-hmm. But it's a faith that builds you. Mm-hmm. Praise God. It's another level of faith. Mm-hmm. It's a higher level of faith. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, at this level of faith of Mark level 23, you can stay there. In fact, some people build ministry around it. Mm-hmm. And they prosper. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Now, I'm not saying that some people, some people preach it, but they are not living in it. They've gone further. You get I've seen men of God. Some people like preach of it. I'm looking at it. People do... He, his message is around that area. Mark Levin. Check his lifestyle. That's not his lifestyle. He's higher than it. By his life, the way he's living. Babadibuye, his message is so simple. But check his lifestyle. That man, eh, let me share a testimony with you. When he came to Canada, I was one of the protocol guys that went to drive all the ministers. You just know how that man have grown. The stature of that man. Do you know? Do you know that? As the man was coming down, when the man came down from the plane, literally, there were some people around there. Me, maybe I was not concentrating, maybe I, didn't, I wasn't sensitive to catch it. As the man, some people around there knew that the man has landed when he did not tell them that he has landed. That man's stature is so mighty that you can feel him everywhere. I've had virtue, I've had opportunity to do morning devotion. When he was doing morning devotion with pastors, I'm pastor. I went to Toronto, so he was doing morning devotion with the provincial pastor. So my pastor just said, "Oh, let him come in." Wow, what a privilege! 
So with morning devotion with Daddy Gio, I was there. I was almost in tears. Who was he preaching? He was in Matthew, Bible of the Sower. That's what he was preaching. But the atmosphere was something else. The atmosphere was too beautiful. The atmosphere was too beautiful. That's a man, human being. That's an human being. Do you know that when he came down from the, we were there, were you there? Yeah. Ah, you know that when he came down from the airport and he came outside, nobody told us that when he comes out, to, we should all be on our knees. As the man showed up, <laughs> as we saw him, <laughs> you were there. Did he beg you to bow? No, no, no. Nobody told us to bow. Nobody told the ladies to kneel down. It was not part of the training. I don't, like, it's not that they pressed the button. Everybody went on their knees. Mm. I see, child. <laughs> One human being. Mm. And you know, the man is not even looking for anybody to lay down to him. Mm. He's not even looking for it. You get it? But there's something he carries that man naturally just submits to. Mm. That's a stature. Mm. That's a stature. You get it? There was a time that there was kidnapping issue in Nigeria, kidnapping. People challenged him that, oh, he needs to pray, that he has not prayed concerning this kidnapping issue. They showed it on TV. The man knelt down on his knees and told the entire church to pray concerning that kidnapping thing. Two three weeks after, they caught this man called Evans. Just one man prayed. You get this one human being, one human being. So you can see what God can raise a man to. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when I look at the man, I say, how did you get to this point? Mm-hmm. I, sometimes I look at him, how did you get here? Mm-hmm. It's called obedience. Mm-hmm. Obedience. Do you know that man empties his account every year? Wow. <laughs> when he did his birthday, a particular nation gave him 750,000 dollars. He's just dashing. The man returned the money. Oh, okay. The man returned the money. So the man that was preaching and telling us the story that, ah, he said, the highest he can do is give 20% time. <laughs> and I like his sincerity. <laughs> 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 you know, by the virtue of oh, you have visited this country, you have done charity work, you have done everything, they gave him gift of seven hundred fifty thousand. The person that was now telling us now said, "Is the pastor? Is the pastor in the person that was telling us the truth? Is a very high pastor." He said, "You know, he's just when he heard that thing, I was just afraid that because him, he will not return the money, no matter how loud the voice of the Holy Ghost." <laughs> That he's going to bargain with the Holy Ghost. <laughs> that he can give 20% tithe. <laughs> Praise God. So, I see men like that. You know, his message is very simple. But when I look at his message, his message is higher than the message he's preaching. You just need to be close to some of them. You just need to be close to some of them. Or maybe read their biography. Then you will now see sacrifices mm-hmm. you see sacrifices mm-hmm. men of, those men are dead men mm-hmm. they are already dead mm-hmm. you guess so uh, uh, galatians 2 
Um, verse 17. Let's start from verse 17. Praise God. Praise God. But if while we seek to be justified by Christ, while we seek to be justified by Christ, Romans told us that, therefore, being justified by faith, so a justification started the day you got born again. Mm-hmm. You get. While we seek, this one is a seeking mm-hmm. to be justified by Christ. Mm-hmm. He was talking to believers. Mm-hmm. Now, justification is a journey. Mm-hmm. You are justified to have access to God the day you got born again. Mm-hmm. But how many of us know that there are some access we don't have yet until we walk with God? Mm-hmm. So there's another level of justification. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, from faith to faith, being justified by faith. For every faith work you have, there's a justification. You get? Mm. Yes. And James completed it. He said, Don't you know that a man is not only justified by faith alone, but by also works? Mm. It's in the book of James. Mm. Yes. We are not justified by faith alone. Justification comes by works too. So it's a process. You've never seen it in the book of James? Should I show you? Sorry, let me quickly show you. Sometimes I always feel like so that you not look like I'm is heresy. Verse twenty-two, James chapter two, verse twenty-two. Seest thou how faith wrought with his works, and by and by works was faith made perfect. Praise God. Verse twenty-four. This twenty-two. I just read twenty-two to you. Twenty-four. Ye see then how that by works. A man is justified not by faith alone. Praise God. Aha. You see, these are the places where James contradicts many people. Because some people have said you are justified just by faith, by faith, by faith alone. But when you read James, James will clean your eye. Where? And you read it. And you say, it's not by faith alone. There has to be works somewhere. Praise God. Aha. So justification too is a journey. I'm not denying the justification that happened the day you got born again. I'm not, that's very powerful. If that one is not there, there's no other thing you can happen to you. That justification is so crucial. In fact, that's the most important one. You get But... You must continue in it because that's the start of the journey. You can't finish a journey that you have not started. Mm-hmm. Yes. In fact, one of the most important steps of your journey is actually the beginning. <laughs> Praise God. Yes. But there's works in the journey of justification. Aha. So, verse 17. But if while you seek to be justified by Christ, we ourselves also are found sinners. Is therefore Christ the minister of sin? God forbid. He was talking to Christians here. Two, two seventeen. He was talking to Christians here. He wasn't talking to unbelievers. How did I know? Galatians chapter one, verse one. Paul an apostle, not to men, neither by men, not of men, neither by men, but of Christ and God and raised, and all brethren which are with me unto the church of Galatia. So he was writing to a church. So they are born again. Aha. Verse 18, for if I build again the things which I destroyed, I make myself a transgressor. For through the law I'm dead to 
for through the law law I'm dead to the law hmm? that I might live unto what unto God praise God praise God that I might what live what unto God hmm? I am what crucified with Christ nevertheless I live so this man is living or he's walking he's walking with his leg but but is what crucified praise God he's still walking with his leg but he said he is crucified that means I'm no longer existing how can a crucified person be existing so he's crucified but he still lives Get not I. So it's not me that is living now. Hmm? But Christ liveth in me. And the life which I live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God. Praise God. So, there's a faith that crucifies you. So, when Christ is being revealed to us, they are taking your life from you and giving you another life. Christ is a life. The Bible says that is the uh, is in is hidden in the treasures of wisdom and what and knowledge. So Christ is a world in itself. And you must let go of your own world to partake in the world of Christ. Now, for you to go and partake in the world of Christ, that world is a mystery. The Bible calls it a mystery. Ephesians chapter 3. Now, it's a mystery. But Ephesians chapter 3 now told us that it's a mystery, but you can understand the mystery. It's a mystery, but that mystery can be made simple to you. That mystery can be brought to your understanding. So, it's a mystery. It's not simple to the world, but it can be made simple to you. But it's by faith. Why is it by faith? Sometimes you don't need to understand it before you obey it. Mm. You just need to obey it. So when they say, I'm living by the faith of the Son of God. Eh? When they say, faith of the Son of God. Or faith that is in Christ Jesus. Or faith of Christ. Acts chapter 26, 18 calls it the faith that is in Jesus, in Christ. Galatians, Paul calls it, in um, Galatians calls it faith of the Son. You get? There's another part called, that calls it faith that is in me. Jesus Christ was talking mm-hmm. by the faith that is in me. Praise God. Mm-hmm. That faith led Jesus Christ to crucifixion. Yeah. That is where Christ is leading all, leading all of us to. Mm-hmm. We must all be crucified in mm-hmm. Christ. Nevertheless, I live. The life which I live is life of the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So, many times they start off with a faith where you can desire anything, but you don't stay there. You search for his will. God loves his will more than the heaven. As beautiful as heaven is, yeah? God said, heaven is my throne. The earth is my first tool. Who shall I dwell in? Where will I dwell? Mm. And I said, to this man will I look unto. So guys, God is telling you, I'm willing to leave heaven mm-hmm. to come and dwell in a man mm. that does my will. Mm. So God can forsake heaven.
to dwell in a man that does his will. So it takes faith to do the will of God. Faith. Faith that is in Christ Jesus. He authored it. Because he said, Lo, I come in the volume of the book to do thy will, O God. If Christ did the will of God, then we are called to do the will of God. The only thing that gives God pleasure is his will. God can forsake anything for his will. It's not hard. He said, the heavens and the earth will fold like a vesture. But he that doeth the will of the Lord abides forever. So, you can abide forever. Even even an earth has passed away, you are still abiding. Because you are a will doer. You are a will doer. You are doing will of God. Now, for you to do the will of God, you must be able to search his will. That is in the place of fellowship. When I started with prayer and the word, that's how you search his will. You get You walk in the spirit. Pray. You study the word. You stay with the word. You meditate on the word. You stay on the word. Your heart will start interpreting God's will. It's normal. It's normal. It's just a natural thing. When you stay in the presence of God, they interpret his life to you. They come to interpret their life to you. You get They come to interpret the life to you. They come and interpret the life to you. They are bringing their life to you. To interpret it, You're, before you know it, your judgment is increasing. The way you see life is different. Mm. You are seeing life from God's perspective. Mm. You are gradually being crucified because you are letting go of your own perspective to receive God's perspective. Mm. You are dying gradually. But that death, God, is actually you are living because what you are dying to is not even your life in the first place. So come unto me, those who are uh, who labor and are heavily laden, and I want. Give you rest. So, you think you are dying, but you are actually resting. You actually think you are, re- you are dying, but God is telling you that you are resting because you have ceased from your own work. I've taken over. You are doing my will. I'm the one working now. It is him that walketh in you, go to will and to do of his good pleasure. He's the one that walketh in you. You're not doing any work again. So you see men that are at rest is because God has worked faith in them. Faith mm. of the Son of God. Mm. They have been crucified with Christ. They have been crucified. They have let go of their own life. So you see, they don't hustle. They don't struggle. Not that they don't work hard, but they work hard on what Christ has commanded. Mm. It's, it's, work becomes easy when it's a commandment from God. How many of you notice that? When something is a commandment from God, and you are doing it in the presence of God. Hmm. Not that those that receive commandment and not leave the presence of God to go achieve it. <laughs> yes, I've seen people like that. They only go to the presence of God to receive the commandment. They come outside to go and achieve it. No, no, you stay in the presence of God to achieve it. In other words, every single second you are going back to Him, how do you want it? Yesterday I did it the way you wanted it. Hope you still want it the same way today. Because today you might not want it that same way. It could have changed. Yes, it's new every morning. Hmm. Every morning is a new is new is a new being every morning. It's a new being every morning. What he said yesterday might be different from what he's saying today. So you must stay in the presence. Some people have left the presence, they are still doing what he said ten years ago. Hmm. So you see that that man is not joining. Hmm. And once you leave the presence of God, still talking, still doing what the day, uh, God this God has told you ten years ago, the devil has already come in. Mm-hmm. Before you know he has started talking to you. And you actually think, you know the Bible says that even the evil one comes as an, to, uh, as an angel of light. So, 
he can talk and he can mimic the voice of God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. He can mimic the voice of God. Yeah. So if you don't stay in the presence of God, you will not be able to discern him. Yeah. Many of us, we don't, we don't know how to stay in presence. We don't know how to stay in presence. Even me, I'm talking, as I'm talking, I know that it's something I need to master. I come out and I go out. I come, out, I come in and I go out. I come in and I go out. So I want to learn how to stay there. I want to stay walking in the spirit. I want to stay there. It's a training of the soul. It's not something you just come into. You don't, you go, you don't, you don't bust into the will of God. You train your soul for God's will. Mm-hmm. You know, you know that sometimes you pray yourself into obedience. Mm-hmm. God brings an instruction to you. You are so hard to be. You pray yourself into the obedience of that word. Mm-hmm. Yes. How many of you have God has told you to go and apologize to your sister? You didn't offend her, but God said go and apologize to her. You have to spend time in the place of prayer. That God give me strength. God give me strength. Yeah, it sounds very funny, but it's true. Yes. You have to do it. Sometimes you don't have the strength. Because many thoughts are crossing your mind. How you are going to be looked down upon? How the person might do it again because you have come to apologize? You see? How you think that the person will not change? Maybe if I change, I will change down for him this time. You know, that thing come If I change down this time, maybe you will have sense. No, but God is saying, no, you still have to apologize again. So sometimes you have to pray yourself into obedience. You get? Yeah. One of the greatest things that our pride cannot submit to is I'm sorry. That I'm sorry word. Is so, even in marriage, I'm telling you, I'm married and I know that sometimes I have to actually tell my, I have to go, I have to go. And sometimes when you are saying it, you don't really mean it. But you have to talk yourself into meaning it. Yes, you have to bring yourself to meaning it. Sometimes after you have said it, that you now talk to yourself. To mean it. And how you mean it is by taking the step towards that I'm sorry that you said. Yeah. Sometimes you have to talk yourself into meaning what you have said. Do you get what I'm saying? So you see, you see the workings of the soul. It takes faith to do those things. It's called the faith that is in Christ Jesus. Only Christ. Only Christ. Because those are fruits he's bringing out. And those are fruits of Christ. So it can only be worked out by the faith that is in Christ Jesus. Faith of the Son of God. Praise God. Faith of the Son is the lifestyle of the Son. And you must live it by revelation. He has to reveal it. You can't just come into it because you read your Bible. Mm-mm. There will be more teaching on this thing. Praise God. How many of us have been blessed this evening? How many of us have been blessed this evening? Fretosta. Aliprostovediga. Elion prostvan enenotifungre eshtava alpinion de kaina. Ah, Saseniante, I am coming to help you. He is coming to help us. He is our helper. He's called the spirit of truth. He's coming. Hananot. Thank you, Lord. For you are coming. Metoka. Hesufren Tobre Estavadiga. He is coming to help us. As his mouth has proclaimed it. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. He said it in his word. He said, I shall never leave you nor forsake you. 
No, what? For sake. Even in the place, even in that commandment, it's not, it can't leave you. It's his commandment, so he has to see it through to fulfill it. Mm-hmm. Yes, he said the Lord watches his word to fulfill it. So that commandment that I gave you is watching it to fulfill it. He's watching it to fulfill it. When he brings commandment to you, he watches it. It's not him that stepped out. You are the one that stepped out. Mm-hmm. It's not God that stepped God does not step out of his word. Mm-hmm. It's man that stepped out of God's word. So if it doesn't come to pass, you stepped out, not him. Stay on the word. Stay. 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 Stay on the word. Stay. Stay on the word. Hear the word. Stay on the word. Hear the word and stay on the word. Hear the word and stay on the word. Keep hearing. You have to start by hearing. A man has to hear before he can do. A man has to hear before he can do. So you have to stay and hear. Stay and hear. He will come. He will come to help you to hear. And he will come to help you to do. He will come to help you to hear. And he will come to help you to do. He is Christ. Jesus. Your comforter. Your comforter. Yes. Things might seem so tumultuous to this time. But it's a preparation of the ground for your planting of the seed. It's a preparation of the ground for the planting of the seed. For for a seed to be planted, the ground has to be plowed first. For a seed to be planted, the ground has to be plowed first. They are plowing your soul. Your heart is being plowed for the planting of the seed. Stay in the place of the word. Stay. Stay. Miniota. Alabariota. Mesesefenota. Impro Sabadata. I'm bringing you grace to stay. The stamina of the spirit. The stamina of the spirit. I'm bringing you stamina of the spirit. After you have done all things to stand, stand therefore. Miniata. Erigadosa. Stiafenanta. Antibanata. Hinkeliata. Vigavo Sanata. Jajavenanta. Intostivada, Vinontobra Assassinta Radijanama, Ricos to Prante, Casada, Hilana, Ipuniana, Ricos to Susu, Ricos to Prate, Tina Gahara. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, thank you, Lord. Uh, God will give you grace not to fear anymore. Amen. God has not given you the spirit of fear, but the spirit of love. Of sound man. Sound mind. What does it mean to have a sound mind? A mind that can connect God is a sound mind. It's not because you are intelligent in this world. It's a mind that can connect God that is sound. When they say sound mind, you can connect God. Obviously, you'll be intelligent, but that's not the real goal of that mind. You can make the mind intelligent, but don't stay in the place of intelligence. You have to connect God with your mind. That is sound. When they say mind is sound, that can connect God. Spirit of power, spirit of sound mind, spirit of love, walk dear in Him, walk ye in Him, walk ye in Him. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank 
Matt Brat, Matt Brat, My might to you by my breath. That's my tongue. Thank you, spirit. Yeah, by the breath that I bring to you, I bring you might. I strengthen you by my breath. When I bring my breath to you, God's breath is his knowledge, his revelation. When it breathes on you, you become alive, you gain strength. Yeah, so that's what the Lord has blessed us with today. Might by his breath. Nobody can you can't tell that this message today is not the breath of God. Yes, this is the breath of God. Yes, I've been breathed upon today by God's grace, and all of us have been breathed upon. Ah, Safreta, Tafreta, 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 Tefin, 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 Tefin. Thank you, Lord. Um, I'm sensing, I know the person here. That the prophetic um, spirit will rest on you soon. Um, you to it. Don't run away from it. Don't run away from it. Sometimes at the beginning it will make you look weird. It's a normal thing. Prophetic spirit sometimes makes you look very weird at the beginning. But you learn to hold yourself and you train yourself to handle it. It's, it's normal. It's just, it's just normal. You know, sometimes because there's, is a, there's a dealing that comes with it. There's a dealing that comes with it that you sometimes you look different from many people. But as you as the Lord trains you, you learn to handle it. You get, you get, huh? Yes. So um, quench not the spirit. Praise God. And forbid not. Don't do not forbid to prophesy. You get. So don't don't fight it when it comes. Thank you, Heavenly Father, King of Glory. Thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Um, there's also somebody here. Um, you used to interpret tongues, and um, it looks like the interpretation of tongues has left you. Um, no, it has not left. It's a dealing. And it will come back when it's time. Um, pay more attention to the word than the gift. The gift is still there. Pay attention to the word than the gift. Sometimes when they pull us back away from gifts, sometimes probably it's getting to become a distraction. Sometimes. So it's okay. Just if it is not coming right now, you don't need to force it. Stay on the word. It will come when it will come. Yes. Praise on the Lord. Don't force it. Don't force it. Don't force it. Don't force it. Thank you, Holy Father, for your glory for today. Oh, Father, we give praise to you for your word and your breath that has come forth today. You dwell between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwell between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwell between the cherubim, shine.